And welcome back to Into the Match. This is uh, episode, I think it's 25 now. Yeah. So, um, we got a new toy. <laughs> the Roadcaster. Yeah, we have someone who really likes us. And uh, we, you know, they, they were amazing enough to, pay, to, to help us with the Roadcaster Pro. Uh, I have to admit this thing is kind of fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's got, obviously, uh, we're recording on it, uh, but in the same case, we're also able to... Um, you know, Bluetooth to my phone. Yeah, and I've got access to my computer, and it's got a sound pad, and it's got levels and everything else, and four mics in. This thing is pretty damn it's good. Uh, are you still playing on that, or is it? No. Okay. Should I be? No, 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 that's fine. Okay. I just want to turn the, the volume back up to where your your volume is, because, okay. so, you know, whatever. In case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's going on, man? Well, uh, I actually had a pretty shitty sleep. Yeah, like, you, I don't know if you've ever had a nightmare that wasn't actually a nightmare. It was just really just bad. It was, okay. just, it was just a bad dream. Like, it, it was not, a, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, like, all dreams should be, like, you know, sunshines and rainbows, but like this was just like, oh, I can't believe I just dreamt that. Like that was just ugh, bad, shitty. Yeah, just ruin your night. Yeah, kind of. And you wake up and you're in a shite mood. It it uh, it was not really fun to to you know to, to think about it. But um, basically, it came about that uh, the these uh, the, these the, these riots and fires down in the states. Um, our distraction for what's really going on, and um, somehow they, they they progressed to starting to make their like homemade C four and shit like that, and like blowing like the, the this was your dream. This was in my dream. Jeez. Like the they're like starting to blow pillars of buildings up, and like they're taking buildings down now. Like it, it essentially think of like Fight Club when they're finally taking all the financial institutions down. Like that's the la- the last scene. Yeah. Uh, kind of that. But they're they're doing it to cities just across the country all at the same time. Uh, well, I, technically they did that in Fight Club too. It was it was it was just he was in one city watching those the, the certain buildings. Oh go yeah, down. yeah. So they were doing it across the country as well. But yeah. So and I didn't. I I think it actually came came about because the last thing I read before bed was that somebody left a backpack at the hospital that Trump was uh, moved to. Really. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was a bomb, but but they did have like the bomb squad there and everything else. Well, it was just something stupid. Like, don't fucking do that shit. When uh, very powerful organizations are trying very hard to convince people that Trump is literally Hitler, that's kind of why things like that happen. Yeah, well, it, it's I, I'm just literally. gonna yeah, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say if you just don't like someone for the shit that they say, just you're welcome to not like them by all means. You know, but to to cherish the fact that they're sick and that they might die, to wish them dead, yeah. that's fucking gross. It, it's just be a human for fuck's sakes. But uh, yeah, other other than my horrible sleep, uh, it it uh, you know it, it passed and and here I am, bright eyed and bushy tailed. The next day, yeah. Uh, what's going on in your world? Not much, man. Making some beer. Got uh, an old English bitter today. Old English bitter. It's our intro music. Yeah. Symphony. It's a good so, tune. Uh, so so basically, um, the 
buttons to push. I know, sorry. Um, the Old English Bitter. Um, you, you've been wanting to make one for a while. I, yeah. The, the, uh, I, I couldn't come up with any other, any intro that uh, would, would work other than someone saying to a bartender, like, pint of bitter. I'm like, that's not much of an intro. It's just no. kind of weird. <laughs> that's fine. The song works. Yeah. Last minute. Um, yeah. And what, at one point we were playing with the name Bitter Brewers. Uh, yes. But then yeah, that would, and... that, that, that would kind of mean that we would have to, uh, be bitter people. Well, <laughs> really? <laughs> that's a stretch. Um, <laughs> uh, no, we would have to have more, like more, more bitter on the, on tap. Right. So if we were bitter brewers, it sounds like that's what we do. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, like very... calling yourself cider brewer. Yeah, cider brow. There you go, cider brow. <laughs> um, but hey, uh, we we were on topic of, of names last night, um, and I thought of obviously we we have that other one that's that's floating, right? It's just uh, up there. But I wanted to get through the five other um, adverbs that I I found in the list. Oh, okay. So, um, perfectly brewed beverage company. Right, brood spelled B-R-O-O-D, yeah. as in family, right? But you can replace that with any adverb, technically, as long as they're a positive adverb, right? Like happily. Happily brewed. Loyally brewed. Freely brewed. Proudly brewed. Proudly brewed. Foolishly brewed. Right? Now, I said lazily brewed because I think it's funny. Yeah. But it is it's, it's more... hard to market. Yeah, it is hard. But uh, foolishly brewed because technically uh, we're, we're not professionals, right? So, um, so the, the idea of, uh, being able to, to, uh, brew with whatever knowledge we currently have. Right. But it, well, we will be professional. We will be more professional. Yes. So it doesn't really last. No, no, but it, like it might end up being like, I'm going down to the fool to go get a drink, right? Or I'm stopping off at the fool to, to do this, right? Ye old fool. Yeah. Um, so then there was also uh, brewed and kegged. I like the homonym. I do, right? Um, it, it's because brewed and brewed. It, it just, because, I don't know, I, I just like... brewing. Yeah, I, I like the homonym aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I was driving home and I thought of the frothy llama. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. I just like it, it's like the frothy llama. It's bad llama. <laughs> uh, when you can't have bad, you can't put bad in it because it looks. It sounds like uh, like like bad robot from that. But then you have good robot here in town. So yeah. like you know you start like oh they couldn't come up with a real name so they name themselves kind of like good robot just bad llama. Yeah, I don't want to say the spitting llama because that just I don't <laughs> think I don't think llama spit. Actually, it's alpacas that spit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? But. Yeah, I'm pretty sure llamas don't spit. Llamas are the bigger. Oh. Yeah, alpacas are the small ones. Llamas spit. Maybe they both do. Ah, I I thought it was Guess just al- alpacas. I'm not an expert. <laughs> but yeah, the frothy llama. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, is it something that should should stick around, or should I get rid of it? <laughs> well, I mean, it couldn't hurt to throw it on the list. Yeah. Like I said, we got a lot of uh, learning to do, and. Well, and you, there's that, that marketing, mark, the marketing yes. part of the course that's coming up, yeah. and we'll learn more about how, how to market a business. And in, in, within that, they're going to talk about um, the, you know, what a name does for you, right? But um, a friend of mine out in Ontario, he had stated to me uh, that 
a lot of these places now aren't really relying on their own name because they come up with a unique name for the beer. Right. And so they they basically hide behind that that itself in order to uh, give it a, a more selling point on the beer, right? So whether or not the brewery has a good name is less important if the beer has a great name. Yeah. Which is, again, why I kind of like that Fury Mouse Pil- Pilsner. Yeah, I like that name. Right? Because it, it's, it's tiny and powerful, right? All at the same time. Fury Mouse. Like, brr, it's kind of like Mighty Mouse, but better. <laughs> like, he's just more angry. <laughs> angry. Angry. However, I'm wondering, if maybe because it is Fury Mouse, I wonder if we should, oh, we should kick up the, uh, the bitterness then. Fury, angry, bitter, like, it's punch it. It's pretty bitter. It is it? Yeah. I mean, we can play with any of the recipes, right? Yeah. But, we uh... Had, um, we have, the, we are free to do whatever we want. With oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go out on some, some kind of, like... Braveheart rant? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the bearded barmaid, I don't think, uh, we were in an agreement in that one. Like, I'll wear a, dr- a drindle. I wear it, right? During the week of Oktoberfest, <laughs> which is, by the way, right this is the this is the end of uh, Oktoberfest. I don't know if you noticed. It's the end of Oktoberfest? Well, this week it was Oktoberfest. Oh. Wow. It's you... like two weeks in Kitchen Oath, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Sure? It's, it's, yeah, like, sure. But either way, this, this today is the end of Oktoberfest in Halifax. Because the first was Thursday? Uh, October first was on Thursday. No, right? no, but it started on the twenty fifth of, of September. Oh, did it? Yeah. So, but hadn't you noticed? Wasn't there? There was a ton of advertising for it. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, is it social programs down the down the tube? But is there really a big Oktoberfest around here? Uh, Kitchener definitely makes oh, a yeah. big deal. Right. Kitchener is was New Berlin. Yeah. So they have the second largest Oktoberfest in the world. The hell was that? Rock. Wow. Um, on my deck. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's where all the, 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 the Germans kind of populated is the Kitchener area. Right. Um, so, yes, they celebrate Oktoberfest and they make a big deal about it. Right? Yes. So, uh, beyond that, though, the... Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, like you, you've got... It, it is kind of a big deal for... for, for I guess the beer groups, right? Kitchener makes it a big deal for the, the city, yeah. Right, everybody goes to that Oktoberfest, regardless if you if you're a beer drinker or not. You're going because of the sausages. You're going because of the pretzels. It's an event. Yeah, yeah, it is. They shut the streets down, like it is there. Um, but this new normal, right? We'll have to uh, like it's it's some, something is going to change the way we do things, okay? Like, and I'm wondering if um, some of these larger corporations who, who cater to the public are are going to actually start to adapt to that. Like, I was we we grabbed some dinner on the way over last night. Yeah. Um, and we we stopped off at the McDonald's and we're, and we're like, oh, do we want to eat inside? I'm like, I really don't want to go in. It's kind of a hassle to go into the restaurant at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Now that is definitely going to have to stop at some point. At some point, they're going to have to stop. Open up the dining rooms? Yeah, they're going to have to open up dining rooms. They're going to have to make it less of a hassle to go in to order something. So we went through the drive-thru, and we ate in our car in the parking lot. 
right? Like the lonely, sad person that, you know, they like, they, just you and your brood. Yeah. You know, and just go, you go there and you sit in your parking lot and you eat. Right. But then I got to thinking like, you know, it'd be great if they brought back the drive-in restaurant, right? Go ahead, sit in your car, go to the drive-through window, right? Not even the window, right? You, you like, McDonald's does this thing already where you can order yeah. stuff on the, on the panel, right? Yeah. Tell them your order, right? They say, it'll be this much money and pay with this bloop there, right? So you pay right then and there. And then go park. Then you go and park in a spot. And so it's already, like, we already know that your license plate says this or your ticket that comes out says go and park in this spot, right? Okay. And so you go and you park in a spot designated for you. At which point the, the, the order gets brought out to you. Now, whether it's order, you know, brought out by conveyor belt or something else, I don't know. But basically, you go and you park, and all the cars are all facing each other, right? And someone grabs your order and walks it to your car. And you can eat right fucking there. Just take it back to the original yeah. drive up. Just, you, you, and the, the best company to do that would be A&W, because they're still kind of that... That fifties diner restauranty feel to their to their like and they're a massive step, fucking yeah. like they they're a big fucking company right yeah. but they could make that like not they're even a, maintain that image yes yeah yeah so being that they still have that kind of feel to them and that they still like a lot of the like the restaurants themselves still do like uh, show and shines like the fifties car night oh do they yeah like Sunday nights uh, you, you would see a bunch of these really nice done up old cars sitting in the the A and W parking lot. I've seen them a lot at like Canadian tire parking lots, but I haven't seen them much at restaurants. Uh, I haven't seen any out this like out this far. I know that that that's like I, I'm bringing the experience that I have from that from from Ontario, where I've seen them at the NWs. Okay, um, but that's because all the the punk kids would be hanging out at the Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darn kids in there. Coffee. Yeah, um, but yeah, so you you get that kind of feel from an A and W. I think they could pull it off, right? Just like bring back the drive up drive drive in restaurant. I, I don't remember what they were called, but remember where like the the waitresses would come out in their roller, roller skates, skates yeah, yeah, and they'd leave the the food on your on the the, the, the tray on your door. Yeah, 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 and so they could just bring you your food, have a little tray on the side if you want to put it there, but uh, basically. Um, when you're ready to leave, right, you dispose of your garbage in that spot, right? Um, you know, like, please put your put your garbage here. And so you'd, like, drop your garbage. I don't know how you do it. Interesting concept, though. Yeah. <coughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I, I think it would be kind of neat to see something like that come back, right? Um, we're not at Sparge Temp yet. We're at Mash In Temp. Uh, oh, not sparse temperature. Sorry, yeah. Uh, strike, strike temperature is uh, 160 something? Four. Okay, so if uh, uh, you want to quickly do. No, you know what? Check this out. If I hold this, it'll pause and no one will notice that we're gone. It's like they didn't even know we went away. They'll never know. No one will notice. All right. Um, the mash is in. Got uh, at least another hour. It's an hour 17 mash in this one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little longer. Um, but we got an hour to shoot the shit. Cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know we were also planning on uh, 
at some point talking about the going to the gun range. Yes. If we have time this week, we should do that. Okay. Um, it could be like a, a, a roadcast if you want to do one of those. With the roadcaster? <laughs> with the roadcaster? I don't know if we can... Well, I mean, we could definitely record it. Uh, I wouldn't have the computer with me, at least. No. Um, but it, it, we could put it in the truck and then just go go out that way if you want to. <laughs> uh, the mic setup in the truck is going to be, be a little weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do that. Like, we, we didn't, we'd end up with, like, a, a weird one track, like, a one, one track, one mic, one... But at that point, we might as well be recording on the phones again. Right. Um... But again, I I'm not a huge fan of doing the roadcast. We don't need to do the roadcast. <laughs> we can just we'll just go and and ask the questions we want to ask and shoot some guns. Yeah, shoot shoot some guns. Um, Maybe some bows. Well, yeah. Well, you you, you want to that window's open. Okay. Uh, but you you want to pick up a couple of those for uh for your kids. Thinking about it, I don't know if it's gonna be now. Like, where do they really use it? Well, if we're out in the country, we can set yeah. up something that they can practice and shoot. Well, there, there's and... apparently some kind of uh, you, you need to be like 600 meters away from a domicile. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's so the rules. Yeah. So something. It's it's what John was saying, right? Uh, John, my neighbor. Yeah. Right? My, na- a, my neighbor, John. Yeah. John Actually, <laughs> I yelled across the yard from uh, to him uh, the other day, and I'm like, "Hey, if you bring back some of those fucking bottles, I can give you more beer." <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, no problem. And he comes walking over, right? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've been meaning to come over and drop some off. I'm like, says the guy who's like elbow deep in blood. What the was shit? Was he really? Was he cleaning something? <laughs> he had his knife on him and his arm was so <laughs> soaked in blood. I'm like, good catch? And he's like, yeah, I took out this nice dough. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so he was cutting up some meat in his shed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he knows how to butcher it properly and all. Yeah. That. Yeah. Cool. He, he's uh, he he's the whole whole nine yards, right? That's awesome. That's all that stuff I want to learn. Yeah. So um, yeah, because it's it's muzzleload season just after bow season starts. Okay. So bow season starts, then muzzleload, then rifle comes in after that. So muzzleload, like you're packing. The, yeah. The yeah. Whole... Like okay. like you're firing a musket from like. The 18th century. No, we have to replace them with scythes. With scythes, yes, because they're going to chase down like, the hunting. Yeah, we've done. Habit. Yeah, we've done that <laughs> one. Friggin' sociopathic bullshit. Um, Come through scary. Uh, yeah, so uh, he 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 was telling me, but he was telling me about uh, but that there's there's limitations on on where you can actually hunt and stuff like that as well. And okay. So bows came up, and he mentioned something along the lines of 600 something or others. Meters, feet. From a residence? Or? From, from some kind of building. I don't think it's, it's, it's definitely like a home, but it has to be, you have to be away from buildings, away from people. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, like once, once you have your homestead, I could definitely see you kind of just like... Set bend. up a range somewhere. Yeah, and kind of bending the rules. But what's the point of the bows, though? Like, for hunting? Do you want... I mean, just to have a... A hobby and a, a skill, but eventually it could be for hunting, yeah. Okay, because, like, the other option is, like, Olympiad stuff, right? Yeah. You know, it, depending on, on how, how much interest there, there is, but... Um, Don't they use, like, $5,000 bows? Oh, there's, like, like the crazy insane. counterweight yeah. system. and, and it's the, supposed to tip forward and when you shoot... Yeah, them, and, like, there, there's, like, there's an entire, like, me- mechanism that goes with that shit, right? Um... Yeah, so, uh, 
basically my, my question to you is that if, if you're going to be doing this, like what kind of safety precautions are you putting in place? Well, from the beginning, it would just be, you'd be at a range and there's rules at a range and okay, but right behind your head there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, you touched me. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, uh, where, where are you going to keep them and, and stuff? Like, if you had a gun in the house, right? Yeah, you'd have a safe. You'd have a safe right? for the gun, but you wouldn't keep the bullets with the gun. Right. Or you'd have two saves. And, like, I was just talking to someone today who grew up hunting, or not today, on Friday, <coughs> who grew up hunting, and he was telling me he has, like, two gun cabinets and one type of guns in this one with the bullets in the other, another type of guns in with those bullets and vice yeah. versa. So if you really wanted to, you just open up two safes. <laughs> like In an emergency. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know if he's skirting the rules or what. Like, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, but in your case, are you going to be keeping bows in the house or are you going to try to keep them somewhere else? That's what I mean. Because we're here in the city. We can't do anything with it here. Well, I, I would, like, I'm so imagining I that... Uh, you're gonna have to lock up something, and then you're gonna have to like lock. What do you lock the arrows up in another place? Um, yeah, like so. Yeah. Well, that's all part of like what we what we gotta do is learn the rules around this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I imagine that uh, um, the range is where that you you know the kids are going to learn the safety aspects of yeah. it and stuff like that but uh like all... i've taken them they've been shooting bows before okay we went to a place rented a couple of recurve bows and uh this was in ontario so you would just they'd, it was almost like a golf course there was numbered ranges different uh targets on each range different distances okay and you just stand at the in between the pegs and fire at the targets it was just um well, own. I I I would imagine you you don't well you obviously don't want a situation where it's like uh, a kid comes over and right. you know you you know one of them wants to show off and then like hey check this out in a thwomp there's an arrow in the chest right? that's a bad idea <laughs> so you gotta you gotta do yes, something for home security but you also have to supervised. educate them to, yeah. to the point so that they don't do do shit like this yeah. you're not Ken. Robbie up in the old days a little arrow roulette single stupidest thing we ever did it so was the craziest this is from the grown grownups right yeah I know yeah alright fellas all right, so we doing this so, what? Bow and arrow security, obviously, this is amplified. But... <laughs> this is a great scene, by the way, where they, they shoot the arrow straight up in the air, they lose the fucking thing, and they start bailing, but the dog stays there. Right? <laughs> so that. Doesn't it land in Rob Schneider's foot? It does. Yeah. Yes. All right. So so oh, anyhow, uh, but yeah, that that's precisely where where I would imagine you don't want to go, right? Yeah. Uh, so the, the like the education is definitely important in that. Well, case. also I, I want them to to try and and see if they like it first. Like as, like I said, I've taken them shooting before. They were kind of interested on the day, and then nothing forever. And then we watched like the Hunger Games. And Juliet's like, oh, Katniss with the bow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So what? It could be just a fad that's not going to go anywhere, but. <laughs> so why not the guy with the trident? Why isn't he cool? <laughs> like, ooh, the guy with the trident, he's cool. I want to try it. I want to learn to throw that. <laughs> it's like, Brick killed a guy. <laughs> like, 
it's, it's uh, yeah, yes, obviously, uh, we, you know, I, I still am a child when it comes to things like that. Like, uh, I, I grew up wanting to shoot guns constantly because guns were cool. Uh, even my kids are the same way, right? Because, well, it, they're boys. For some reason, boys... Yeah, pew, pew. Yeah, they're, 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 they're immediately drawn to the concept of this thing has a death end, and if I point that at the thing, it goes kaboom! Loud noises. Yeah. Uh, how does it always go back to brick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, we have can definitely... Have you ever been shooting, though? I have never actually shot a gun. Never I I've, I haven't even... Well, I've, I've held a gun, but I haven't shot it. It was not loaded. It was... I picked it up, and I'm like, oh, cool, and I put it back down. <laughs> so I've only been once, and that was in Vegas. Okay. And we got this, I don't even know the name of the range we were at, but they had this black ops package. It was like four fully automatic rifles and a handgun. Fully auto or semi-auto? Fully, yeah. Like you could toggle from semi-auto to full auto. Jesus Christ. I think it's, it's too much power. I, I like the idea of a semi-auto, because well, I don't have to reload power, it. It's just the number of shots. Oh, that's what I mean. It's just, just hold, yeah. If you, if you consider... Or giving a person too much power. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. So, like, uh, you hold a, uh, a weapon that... Or sorry, a firearm, okay? Let's call it a fire, because it is a firearm. And it's not it's a weapon. A weapon. Yeah, but it's not a weapon until you use it against someone in a crime. Right. Just like so, a shovel. Yeah, it's, it becomes a weapon, it's right? It's an assault shovel. Yeah. <laughs> So you have, you have this 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 uh, firearm and it goes bang right with one shot and yeah. you let go and you go bang again you're like oh that's really cool that's twice the amount of power right I've had two times the power right I in the first one that's one one level boom second one two x exactly yeah. so every time that I fired I've I've given myself more and more power right. Like it just it just amplifies. Yeah, right? sure. Now it's it's obviously not one and two and three and four. Like it's just it, it kind of just kind of gradually like oh look at all the power I'm all like yeah. You do that and you just hold the trigger. Now you have a real problem. Like it's just. It's also you you lose accuracy because of the kick. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is that the fire rate is always going to to sacrifice your your accuracy yeah right you're grouping um, is there two things that they think like, look at grouping and uh, is, uh precision and accuracy uh, those are those are not the same thing okay right um coming from two complete yeah two complete idiots <laughs> right um but i i know that, that, that there's there's talk when it when it comes down to precision and accuracy accuracy is uh where on the target precision is how how closely grouped we should have someone here that could. That would talk be cool. About guns, that would be like cool. My wife, uh, who's actually been trained. Whatever. What does she <laughs> hates know? it, but yeah, she doesn't know shit about shit, except and for she... everything that's, that we're talking about. And while she's listening to this, she's <laughs> yelling at the car like, radio. On her fucking way to work. asshole! <laughs> my brother's a chick. Um, You're not wrong. Yeah. She just rolled her eyes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so we we could totally go. I, I'll I'll uh, I don't I don't know about this week. I know you have some time off this week, uh, but uh, I know I'm working Monday, but I don't know after that. We'll we'll see about sneaking something in. Um, like I said, though, like the the actual um, man, it's really difficult to type with this thing over here. Um, the the actual package it's over at Nova Tactical. Uh, Nova Tactical. And 
Can we stop in at the trampoline park too? <laughs> as long as you wear a mask, everything's fine. Uh, gun ranges, non-membership shooting packages. So I've got this uh, their flyer. It's 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 like on my fridge right now. Um, the seventy. Uh, where was it? No, no. So the the night the. Other. Nine ninety nine, yeah. So hundred bucks. This is the one that I, I would say. So the nine mil nine mil handgun. Um, you get the uh, fucking some kind of crazy semi-auto rifley looking thing. The X ninety five. It only has ten rounds. Okay. Okay. But is that, I thought that was the max you were allowed, anyways. You get thirty rounds of the nine mil. Oh. So you get a nine mil handgun. You get this uh, T four whatever that's pronounced, X95, and then you have the uh, Brune- like the, the Brunelli pump-action shotgun with five rounds. So you, you get to go, and you're just like, bang to bang! There is a $100 package, though, that has the uh, the Des- Desert Eagle instead of the shotgun. <laughs> so you can get a, a huge bang out of your hand or a huge bang out of both hands, right, for the same package price. Same price. Okay. Yeah, so you got one of them's called the Law and Order package. The other one's the Front Line. La Renata. Yeah. Um, there's the SWAT package that has a an R700 sniper. Right. Um, Thank you to Nova, Nova Tactical for sponsoring the show. <laughs> uh, no, no, for them to be sponsoring, <laughs> they'd be giving us free shit. I just want to go there. Um, I, for th- and you don't need a your pal or anything for this, eh? Uh, no, no, this is just go in, give them, give them a hundred bucks and they'll, they'll let you shoot three guns. And they're like, someone's going to go in there with you, all the safety and they're sorry, right behind correction, you. gun and rifles and shotgun. Shotgun is a gun. All firearms. Sure. Give them a hundred bucks to give you firearms to go bang, 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 bang with. And then okay. that's good. Uh, there is one called the big bang. It's 500 bucks, right? Uh, nine mil, uh, <laughs> 45 handgun, that X95 again, uh, 357 revolver. Uh, Desert Eagle shotgun, the 500 Magnum, and then the sniper rifle. Now, do they have RoboCop's gun? (laughs) 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 Just see, like, like some guy down the end of the range, and they just have that thing firing (laughs) off. They're like, "Oh my god, it's RoboCop!" (laughs) Everyone looks over. The thousand dollar Armageddon package, by the way. Okay, it just basically just ups the amount of friggin' uh, rounds that you get. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Like it throw, throws in a Chris Vector, which I don't know what that is. Uh, oh no, no, that that is, it's pistol like in nature with a with a friggin' buttstock on it. You can fire that thing off for eighty five dollars if you want, and you know for ten more rounds you can pay another ten bucks. Huh. Yeah, uh, but if you pay these five hundred and thousand dollar, oh no, even from the two hundred, that, like that's got to be with a membership or something. Like there's no, that's just to just go and shoot. just go and shoot. Like wow. the, you don't need anything. Like, but the second shooter is free, right? So these bigger packages that start at two hundred dollars, yeah, you can you can them. if you want, yeah, right. So two people for two hundred and ten dollars can go do a couple of handguns and a shotgun, right? Um. But yeah, this thousand dollar package has got some crazy shit to it. Um, up to three participants are included. But then the beginner and youth packages, the pew pew package, <laughs> sixty five bucks, gives them a twenty two handgun. That's pretty cool. 
the tap tap and the bang bang. <laughs> and then I don't know why this one's called this one, but the Power Ranger pack. <laughs> What's a Power Ranger pack have to do with a twenty-two handgun? Is there like a laser gun? Uh, no, no, no. But it's like a twenty-two uh, handgun, twenty-two rifle, and a uh, shotgun, and that's the Power Ranger pack. That's a hundred bucks. Hmm. Twenty-two doesn't have that's, a lot. Is it like a smaller shotgun? Probably like the twenty gauge. Uh, whatever the four ten shotgun is, I don't Again, see. Not an expert, but uh, I'm willing to learn. If anyone is listening to this and is a hunter, we're sorry. <laughs> Those fucking morons, they know what we they're talking about. fully acknowledge we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> nah, I, I, I've always enjoyed listening to the people who complain when, when like they, someone mixes up uh, magazine and, and like, uh, clip and, like, all <laughs> things. Like, uh, just, and, and you just watch them go off, and you're like, just, why do you fall for that? <laughs> like, it's obvious troll. Oh, man. Yeah, so um, put together uh, split any value pack with a friend. <laughs> add insurance for twenty five dollars. So the insurance must be included off of these packages for one person, which is why they say the second shooter is for free, and the other packages, you know, the the cost of the the, the package is yeah. higher anyhow, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, so anyway. You know the, the the picture that they have here in their the little flyer has a desert eagle, but it's gold, right? <laughs> the golden gun, the golden desert eagle. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think Still it'd the be... best first person shooter. Uh, by far, it just it it, it was in an, an era that uh, had weird control styles, right? Because like pri- prior, it was on N sixty four, right? It was on the N sixty four, but like the controller itself was weird to hold to begin yeah. with. But um, it was the three triangle thing uh the three the three yeah the three handles on it yeah um but yeah it it was it was a different time where um aiming was still kind of weird because like the uh first person shooters prior to that didn't really have you kind of move the 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 reticle around right you couldn't really target something Oh. You just aimed and, and it put it in front of you and fired, and it, it would it would like oh you're dead now you know and, they, and that so it mm. thing died. Uh, Doom being a very good example yeah. on that. Um, so it it would just this this was a little bit different where you can start moving it around, start actually targeting things. Yeah, yeah. and so it, it just I just hate it when people play it as odd job. <laughs> and they, they they kneel and, down and and then scoot it around yeah. and then like slapped you in the in the knees. <laughs> And you're like, ah, knee death. And you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- those are, those are the, the, the prime days, though. But actually, to be fair, uh, as soon as uh, Perfect Dark came out, I was done with Goldeneye. Because this, this was the same engine. Rare made both games. Okay? But this was the same engine, but cooler guns. There was a gun in that game that you could actually, like, it was the anti-camper gun. You could zoom in and like through walls and stuff and see like you know like and, and see like the the, the the enemy opponent or your opponents across the map, and then shoot them through the fucking wall. Like, uh, so you thought uh, odd job slappers was bad. This was I just I can camp and anti camp at the same time. So anybody just standing there, I'm just like and you're dead. And, and you, so it had like X ray vision. To oh yeah, see where people were. Yeah. So if you found if you spawned near that thing, you were. You you were yeah you were god, um, and then they had there was another one called the laptop gun which was <laughs> uh, 
you, you, in, in the actual game itself, you, um, had, had the laptop and then you, you know, it turned it into a gun. So you're like, Oh, now you've got a gun. It was just like, it's a gun that hides itself as, or like, it looks like a laptop. Okay. Okay. But in the multiplayer part of it, you could toss it and it turned into a sentry. And so oh, it just wow. like you toss it, stick to a wall, and you're like, yeah. So that was another one of those. Like you threw the sentry gun against the wall, and you fucking and you started camping with the X-ray gun. And it was like, yeah, you were you were god, like just invincible. Yeah, I used to like the uh, proximity mines. Mm-hmm. Just set them up around a corner, and yeah, um, you're dead. Yeah, the the prox mines were were good. There was the the remote mine, the prox mine. I think there was a third one, but I. Well, maybe not, because it does take care of both of them. I, I, don't, I don't recall what, but I, I remember that there was the proximity mines and the remote mines, yeah. right? So you, you could set off the remote mines whenever you wanted, so you'd lure them into a, 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 a what is it, what do they call it, the uh, kill box? Yeah. <laughs> lure them in the kill box and then explode them from every direction. Yeah. The, uh, God, those were some fun times playing. <laughs> I think I spent my last two weeks of high school playing that in class. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Back in '82, I could throw a football a quarter mile. Were you uh, Al Bundy with no. the poke high? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, Napoleon Dynamite. His, his, his uncle. That was one of his lines. No. Yeah. There's only there's only like a, a couple things I remember from uh, from that movie. Like obviously the dance, but um, vote for Pedro. The, the vote for Pedro Dance, yeah. Uh, but then you had uh, Diedrich Bader as the uh, the martial art instructor, right? Wearing the uh, America pants, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of Diedrich Bader. He, he's, he's done some he's good roles. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the there's, there's those scenes and then um, something about the, another llama. Didn't they have a llama as well? Tina. Yeah. <laughs> Tina, eat the food. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious at the time. And then everybody would fucking quote it. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, I I could honestly do without like without without all of the uh, the quotes from that movie. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It was just ridiculously. <laughs> yep. What do you got? No, you're looking at some over there or no? Not no, looking. I was looking at the oh. IMBD of Napoleon Dynamite. Gotcha. Looking at the casting. Which is highly entertaining for anyone listening. Um, Uncle Rico. Rex was Diedrich Painter's character. There you go, there you go. You beat me to it. I was trying to look him up. Um, so yeah, the... I think there there was a ton of time that I spent playing shite video games, right? It just through throughout like the end of high school and whatnot. Uh, as you were saying that you spent the last two weeks, but like I I ended up uh, you know like working nights on Fridays and Saturdays at some point, and um, meaning that I would I would bag off work or bag off school on Fridays so that I could sleep during the day. Okay. So I would spend all night Thursday up. All night Thursday, like uh, so, you could sleep during the day. So I could sleep during the day, right? So yeah, so Thursday I'd go to school, come home, stay up all night, and then sleep all play crappy video games. Yeah, 
there were a couple times where I, I'd fall asleep and then wake up and I'd be like, what day is it? Like, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Like, yeah. um, yeah. And I then I did some Sunday nights and went to school Monday and slept through some classes and, but, uh, in order to stay up all night, I ended up playing video games with, uh, uh with, uh, a friend of mine and, uh, obviously making too much noise throughout the night sometimes. Right? But like, he would get very giddy. When he was tired? Yeah, when he when he got tired, he'd get giddy and he'd become, like, very pranky. Right? So he'd, like, try to, to get me riled up. And, like, it's like, dude, it's fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. Fuck off. <laughs> right? Just not in the mood. Yeah, well, not only that, but I'm trying to keep it down. Like, So I still live in the basement yeah. of my parents' place, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, Dude, fuck off! Like, stop trying to make noise and shit like that. Um, and and so we we'd play things like uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, we do some like Street Fighter and, and shit like that. We played uh, a lot of uh, Final Fantasy three. Right, Final Fantasy three was a two player game. I never played until seven. Um, it it was two player, but it was stupid two player. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like you, you could assign two characters from the group to be two, uh, one person and two groups to, you know, to the other person. Yeah. Um, but then it got to the point where you, you'd want to go around the map, and when you got to the airship, like so you, you'd earn yourself uh, the airship. You wouldn't have to ride chocobos around anymore. Um, but yeah, you'd get the airship, and then you'd fly around the map, right? Yeah. So you just like, oh, well, they got to go to this town. They need to go to that town. Uh, but the second player was in control of the airship. So you had you were at the whim of the second player. Yeah, and so you're like, okay, we need to go over here now, and it's like, no, I want to go over this side. And you're like, fuck off, just fucking let's finish the game. <laughs> like, I just want to play the fucking game. I'm like, stop fucking about. It's been a long time since I played Final Fantasy VII. I just remember there was a casino, and there was one game where you could like tape down a button overnight, and it would just give you all the money you want. All the nice, deal. nice. Yeah, actually, uh, Sam was playing something like that the other day. Uh, like he he's been picking up a lot of TF two, right? Uh, Team Fortress two. Okay. Uh, it came out like a decade. And yeah, a half you were ago. talking about that, I think. Uh, on podcast. Yeah. So this is it's an older Valve game, uh, but it's like filled with achievements, and so he he's trying to get a bunch of them. And there was a point where he's like he had to do something over and over and over again. Like, oh, I remember what it was. Uh, he had to eat a sandwich. Right, one of the characters has a sandwich which gives him health, okay. but um, he had to do that like twenty-five times or something. Right, and he's sitting there, he's like, "Oh, I've got to keep clicking this button." I'm like, "Why don't you just tape the button down? Like, just tape the mouse click, mouse button down, yeah, and just let him do it because as soon it's it's auto fire yeah. in that you case, you just hold the button, and yeah, so and why not? And so he would just like finish eating and immediately you know eat it again. You know, like he's like, "Oh, that's great!" And I'm like, "Just this was the heavy guy, I'm assuming." Yeah, yeah. So um, check on this. Oh, is it? I just want to see the water level. Oh, okay. Because uh, we still have 35 minutes before anything else happens. Did you ever watch the... No, uh, well, I guess you're not really familiar with TF2. So, But they, they had a bunch of videos uh, in their series that would introduce the characters. Okay. Um, one of them... Uh, like even even the heavy weapons guy, it's like he he's got this deep Russian accent. He's like, I am a heavy weapons guy. Right. 
That's what he called himself. Yeah, and it's like I, you know, my my gun fires uh, the bullet bullet which costs like hundred twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> gun fires for you know for for ten seconds, you know, and it costs six million dollars to, <laughs> to fire a gun. Like it's just like ridiculously stupid. Um, and then what, one of my favorite uh, ones was uh, where you meet the spy. And so they're, they're, you know, it's like uh, you get the, the excitement of, of the stupid soldier. Like he's, he's not bright at all. The spy? No, the spy oh, the is, soldier. Okay. the soldiers, and, you know, but he, it starts off with him and it's like, uh, and the alarm's like the red spy in the base. It's like, red spy in the base. <laughs> it was like, you know, like the, you know, must protect the intelligence. It's like, must protect the intelligence. And so they all fucking go down and they, they go to the, the intel like the room that holds the intelligence, which is trying to be stolen. And he, you know, so the soldier goes to unlock the door, and he's like, he's pushing the kind of combo. It's like one, 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 one. Okay, <laughs> the door opens, and fucking. Um, so yeah, it's still there. Everything's fine. It's like, um, uh, okay, yeah. I just looked up Team Fortress Two on YouTube, and there's like Meet the Medic. Yeah, oh man, it is so like there's they're just they're obviously written by adults for adults, right? The, the game came out when I was a teenager, so it, it it's you know it's one of those ah, oh, this is really fucking funny because I'm not supposed to be watching it. But uh, at this point, my my older, actually, all three of my kids have seen these videos at this point because they, they're still kind of very tongue in cheek. Okay. Um, but you know, the, in in the Meet the Spy, the 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 one team's spy is t- telling them how bad this guy can be, right? And he's like, uh, you know, like what what he, he says, what are you is uh, the leader of his fan of his fan group. He goes, no, that would be your mother. And he, like, th- drops a pile of pictures of that guy's mother with this other spy. <laughs> and he goes, um, you know, what he's doing to your mother, and now he's here to fuck us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, here. man. If this works. This is the Meet the Heavy. I am heavy weapons guy. <laughs> and this is my weapon. She weighs 150 kilograms and fires $200 custom tool cartridges at 10,000 rounds per minute. It costs $400,000 to fire this weapon for 12 seconds. <laughs> Oh my God! Who touched Sasha? <laughs> All right. So, who touched fun. my gun? Yeah. Someone definitely had fun making this. Yeah. Some people think they can outsmart me. <laughs> Maybe. 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 I've yet to meet one that can outsmart bullet. Yeah, no, obviously I, I was exaggerating before, but yeah, like it's, it's, you know, the, the, the whole point of, of his, uh, his character is for, for cover, yeah. right? He creates a, a disaster in front of him, right? So if he's, if he's protected by a medic who can, uh, you know, add this, this uber charge, which makes him do more damage and take less damage. So the guy is unstoppable at that point, right? Cool. But only, only happens for a few seconds, but. Still, that's pretty. It is, yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, TF2 was one of the more fun games out there, and 
But uh, I also introduced the kids to Left 4 Dead. So they've been doing a lot of zombie killing. Right. Well, it's it's not a game that uh, it's 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 not it's not a game that that is, that is like hey here's a well it is a little kind of jump scary but um, it promotes uh, teamwork because it's four characters and they have to make it from point A to point B to point C to point D. Does each character have different? Skills, uh, right? No, no, they they all have the same character sets, right? Okay. They're just a different different skin, right? So you pick up a weapon and you use your weapon as best as you can. Okay. So if you're better at with shotguns, use a shotgun. If you're better with a, a sword or a knife or a frying pan, use that. Right? <clears throat> Even a banjo. One of them is a banjo. <laughs> like smack zombies with a banjo. Uh, what was the one with the smokers? That's the one. That's the okay. yeah. That's that's Left 4 Dead. I remember William being terrified of that. Yeah. Well, that, that's when I was playing, right? Yeah. So uh, Left 4 Dead came out when I was in college. Right? Okay. So. so um, it, it essentially, uh, we were, uh, you know, I was playing that then, and he, he was, well, fuck, like four yeah. at the time? Five? So he'd be watching over your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'd walk in, and there'd be something happening, right? Um, but yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, so some of my favorite times were when William would describe video games that I was playing to his teacher, <laughs> right? And like, yeah, this smoker, and he grabs you and stuff, and you're like, oh, this sounds scary. And you're like, yeah, and then... And Dad's playing a game where he like you you break skeleton heads. And you're like, what? <laughs> like he's talking about when I was playing Batman. <laughs> like so, you, there's a, there's a, a a way to play the Batman games where you you just see their skeletons. Oh, so okay. you're just like you know it's X-ray vision again, right? Oh. Um, but then as you're doing like punching moves and shit, you're like breaking their necks and stuff. Like wow. Batman was very violent, like for for a game where he doesn't kill people. Sure as hell looked like he killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, um, uh, yeah, like the, the, having the kids start starting to play some games where they, uh, they, they, co-op. yeah, very much co-op, very, very work together. Um, I would rather them play those. Um, I, I let them go play, uh, Terraria, which is kind of like, um, search for this, uh, kill that thing, earn new weapon, build your character up from there. Like, it's not like your character has stats, but right. you just, like, you get a, a random drop from this, and you go and you gotta kill something else, and it's a very linear kind of style of, of RPG. Um, it's like the, a 2D scroller of, of Minecraft. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Um, but beyond yeah, that... Patrick was watching them play Minecraft is wild. Yeah, yeah, like stuff that they they just do creative mostly, right? Okay. So like they've got a building, hundreds of feet in the air with a waterfall coming down, and I guess he can just like float in creative and make anything anywhere. Yeah. And he's got like a underground rivers that he has a boat that he goes on and starts singing like I don't know love boat music or something just for <laughs> for a gag. He thought it was funny, so. Uh. Or, Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's what he gets into uh, circuitry. That's what you really want to push him towards. It's like automatic doors and, and like... Yeah, yeah, like, doing that. Yeah, like all of the, 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 the redstone stuff, right? It's just... It, basically, redstone's just a, a term in the game that's really meant for circuitry, right? Electronics is what you're building. Okay. People yeah, have made... He made, he made a trap at a door. 
Okay. If you step on this panel, there's something slides across and squishes. Yeah, and like there, there are certain, like there are some really creative uh, stuff that's happening in that, like in the world of Minecraft, where like, you know, you create this door that like locks itself and it like closes and and opens up and. Nano wall, that's a thing. You can have glass wall panels that just slide, like panels they fold and slide into the wall. Yeah. And then so there's some other stuff in there too. Like uh, people have made like calculators and uh, I- image processing and music boxes and like like taking circuitry from the outside world and redoing it in the game, and it has the same effect as if you did really? it. Really? Yeah. Like it's it's kind of cool. Huh. Like, there's some really really creative shit that's happened in, in the world of Minecraft when it comes to redstone. Um, that's just, wild. You know, especially when it comes to something like a calculator. Like, if, if you made a calculator out of the circuitry in the game, and it actually outputs what you want it to say, like, that's just fucking amazing. <coughs> oh. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So I, I haven't played any... I haven't played much video games lately. At, at all. Well, ever. I've played a few that we've mentioned, but... I mean, Mario Kart... Some Mortal Kombat back in the day. Uh, Mario Kart for the current uh, the, oh, the Switch. I or? Mario Kart on Super Nintendo. Okay. N sixty four. The sixty four was much better. It was yeah. fantastic. Like uh, I still have. Well, we have access to the uh, the the classic SNES. Oh yeah. Like so, we we bought both the NES and the, and the Super NES uh, classics. Um, so I have access to playing those games, but. Mario Kart on the SNES was not really that yeah. fun. N64 is where it really yeah. got good. And we've got it for the Wii and the Switch. I can't let the kids beat me, though. <laughs> Gotta keep up those skills, bro. Right. Right. <laughs> all about the power slide. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... I did the... Uh, I don't even know if it... If it it's considered jailbreaking in that case, but where I where I flashed the the ROM on the on the NES version, so the the, the NES console or the classic console. <laughs> you just said words. I <laughs> just said words. <laughs> Flashing the ROM on its own. The ROM. Yeah, sorry. That. So I instead of the twelve games that comes with it, I put four hundred. Oh, okay. So I have a lot of access on the NES. I didn't do that for the SNES, and I, I'd like to at some point, right? Uh, give me access to to a ton of games that were on the SNES. Um, and by the way, it's not SNES, and anyone who pronounces it SNES is a dumbass. It's SNES. If the first one's called NES, then you do the second one, SNES. Did anyone call it NES? Uh, nobody should call it NES. It's not <laughs> NES. Um, back to uh, uh, back to my rant. Um, now, I was really hoping that they would release the classic 64. That would have been so cool. And then they're not they're never going to do it. Like, no. like, how the hell am I supposed to get my, my friggin' my, my, like, 64 fix, you know? Like, I want to play some fucking Goldeneye. I want to play some fucking Perfect Dark. Yeah. I want to play Beetle Adventure Racing, okay? Like, <laughs> this fucking game was amazing. It was when the, the, uh, the VW Beetle came back. Okay. Um, uh, I've never heard of this game that you're talking about. It, it was like an advertising just for, um, 
for the car they were releasing. for the car that they were releasing. Yeah, like it's. Uh, let me see if I can find the the intro. Uh, I'm hoping. See, I'm doing this without any prep work. That's that's the sad part. But uh, let's let's see if this comes up. Come on now. What would you call it? Gravity Beetle? No, Beetle Adventure Racing. Uh, it was done by Electronic Arts. So the intro is coming in. And it was somewhat somewhat cool graphics at the time. Uh, you know, like it, it was nothing to, to scoff at. But, um, like, if you smashed your car, it would shatter into, like, the polygons. <laughs> little, oh, yeah. little shards of triangles would go everywhere. And I wanted to get to the, the actual part here where he actually intros the, the game. But um, this so whole it's thing... a racing game. It's a racing game. It had little secret areas. It, like, there was, like, 12-some-odd maps. And... Is like, that just on repeat now? No, no, this is still the intro to the game. Uh, I was hoping to get to the main menu part yet. Um, but the... The, the, the game itself uh, had you progress with different vehicles, right? So you you drove a Beetle the entire time, but the stats on the Beetles would get better, right? So you'd end up driving one Beetle that's faster at acceleration, right? Or, or another one that has a higher top speed, or yeah. another one that's uh, beefier and could take more damage or whatever, right? The heaviest. Yeah. Um, but you can do do little tricks and you had to collect little boxes and whatnot and it had the points and adventure it, it, racing adventure racing one player one player single race full grid i'm waiting for it. coventry cove good choice oh it doesn't say coventry cove it's a good choice Fuck. Yeah. but yeah you you, you choose out of it's handling acceleration and top speed, right? But this game was so much fun. And it was, like... Welcome it... to Coventry Cove. Coventry Cove. Yeah, anyhow. Welcome to the stage. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you'd pick you pick your vehicle based on uh, acceleration, top speed, and, uh, and handling. Um, it wasn't the, the beefiness. Um, but yeah, like that, that, uh, that game, I spent so much time playing and it was just like, you'd memorize the maps, you'd know where all the shortcuts were, but you didn't want to take the same shortcut twice because each shortcut also held some of the point boxes. So you'd unlock extra shit by collecting more of these point boxes and boost boxes, like the little crates that are just kind of sitting in the game, smash through them and you'd get those points. Um, but man... Like, just most of my fucking time was spent playing that game more than Perfect Dark. Because I could play that game, uh, like, because I just keep doing the races, different race kind of changes every time. The AI drives a little differently based on how you drove, right? Oh, yeah? And it was around the same time that they had, like, elastic band, uh, or I think it's rubber banding is what they called it. Rubber banding is a, is a technique that you use for racing games where... Um, no matter how far ahead you are, they're always at least this far away behind you. Okay. 
So you couldn't just run away with you. Yeah, like it, it, let's say that you made all the AI crash, right? In the racing game, they all crashed and got stuck somewhere, right? And you were like, ah, and you sneak off and you and you go it would ahead. Still be... Yeah, it doesn't matter what happened at the point; they'd be following you. <laughs> like so, and so they'd always be within a point to kind of encourage you to kind of drive better. Right. But it was always a shit fucking thing because you're like, I fucking destroyed you. You shouldn't be here. Uh, yet here you are. Which is not realistic. No, nowhere, nowhere realistic. R- rubber banding is is definitely the anti-realism when it comes to racing <laughs> games. It's like because you got to imagine like you've been you've been leading the entire thing like the entire race, right? For, haven't seen another player. Yeah, haven't seen another player. They're not even in your rearview mirror. They, you know, it's it's been five laps, and then miraculously a guy comes from behind, passes you right in front of the finish line, <laughs> and you lose. And you're like, what the fuck was that? Right. Is there no map showing the location of the other drivers or anything like that? Uh, this one, I don't recall if it... Oh, no, wait, you had to, like... It was, like, an overlay that I remember. You'd, you'd have you could to, toggle it on. Yeah, the... you'd have to, like, hold a button down and right. show you where it is. But it, other than that, it, it showed a small map of, of, like, your local... You know, here comes a road, so you're going to take that right. one, that type of stuff. little gps thing. Um, it was... <clears throat> I, my love for racing games is kind of off and on. I like realism. But I don't like realism at the exact same time. I know, weird. Um, I used to play a game. It was a NASCAR back in. I think it was '94. Okay. And what I would do is I put on God mode for my car, and I put the track like you know the the amount of laps up to like ten, and for the first three laps I'd drive the track backwards. Well, not me backwards. I'd drive around the track the opposite direction. So you've got thirteen laps. Uh, yes, right? So, I'd have... Well, actually, technically not, because as soon as you start going past the first one, that's lap one. So, it doesn't matter how many times you went negative, right? Um, However, they were catching... They were were catching extra laps, but... So, I was still behind some extra laps, but I had God Mode on, so I'd drive right through them. (laughs) As they're coming at you? As they're coming at me, I'd play chicken and smash through all the leading cars. They'd all be destroyed, and I'd be like, 10 laps by myself. (laughs) I've seen, like, videos of... Of GTA, where people have some kind of hack on it, and they set up like a tractor trailer sunk into the ground as a ramp, and they're taking off, uh, like flying off in an ore. Or you would really like Split Second. It was a, a game on the PS3. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it on on the PC as well. Uh, but anyway, it, it was like um, like like a Michael Bay made a tv show okay so you're in a car and you have to you know like the the actual race is being televised and so there's live explosions and stuff that you could trigger and it would like an entire freaking like building would fall down and then you could use that on the next lap as a ramp right so like you'd you'd get onto the like the the edge of the the building fell over and then you just like launch yourself into a new area and it's like it was just really really cool I think the next Death time race the video game, it, kind of yeah, but like it, um, I'll let you play it the next time you're over, okay? Sure. Uh, so split second, it, it's it was it's very much advertised in game as it's a television show, and you're like, hey, here's episode one, and you're like this track, and and so you you'd earn you'd earn explosion bonuses and whatnot for like taking people out and you know getting close calls and. And then you could trigger events coming up, like a wrecking ball that came in through the side and smashed through all the people in front of you, and you drive, them out. yeah, and then you drive past them and stuff like that. And so, 
but the problem is that they also had the ability of doing that. So if you know, and knowing not knowing how um, how the AI earns its bonuses, it might be timed, it might be whatever incrementally, whatever. It doesn't really matter because they just trigger it whenever they fucking feel like it. So you'd be driving along, and there'd be like a truck at the side of the road, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm okay," and then you go, "Bam!" and the truck smashes the truck you. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you, you, it, it's fun, it, but it it was very repetitive. But you'd really enjoy that that game. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I I like the uh, the rally games, and some of the the Need for Speed games were pretty fun. Definitely underground, right? It was around the time when uh, when like. Fast and the Furious was just becoming a thing. So and get, people thought it was good. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and so you'd you'd like take a you know, your your first car you'd go to was like a like Miata and you'd have to like pimp it out and you'd you know put crazy spoilers on it and until shit. you get a, a higher level. Yeah, and then, then you'd, you'd suit that up. And... The worst part about the underground, not underground two. Underground two took it to like another level, right? Like now you can go and purchase all of these cars instead of just earning the cars, right? Right. But underground at some point you're like, why am I playing this fucking game? Because the best car that like finally that you get is the uh, the R34 Nissan Skyline, okay? And you finally get this car, and you finally pimp it out, and you finally get the the wide body kit on it, and the game's already over. <laughs> like you finish the game, and now you have a wide body kit. You're like, why? With, yeah, <laughs> like, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, like I've now I've completed the game, and now you give me the thing that I wanted. I wanted that like 15 fucking minutes ago. Um, oh, uh, speaking of uh, 15 minutes, we actually it's 13 oh, minutes that we have. Uh, it's not time yet, but, uh... What's in there for our additions? Timing, hops? Uh, we're talking at the 60-minute mark. Okay. And then... <clears throat> what do we got here? 60 minutes for the first one, and then it says 50 minutes for the second one. Or is it 10 minutes? I don't know. I'll, I'll look at the thing. Uh, I'll, I'll look at the actual recipe. Uh, it'll it'll probably help in that case. Um, what's up? Sixty minutes would be sixty minutes from the end of the boil, right? No. See, that's the problem is that this timer starts backwards, right? It's different in beer than <laughs> the recipes. Well, from what we're we're our understanding is that you start sixty minutes and you count down. Yeah. Their timer stands, starts at zero and counts up, and you're like, oh, great. So the timer has to get to sixty. And we had that. Yeah. So okay. So sixty and ten. That's that's what it says. So if I go back to the timer, uh, we still have twelve minutes of, of mash. So there's no, no, nothing to do there. Yeah. Um, but it, like what, once we do that sparge, and then I'm getting a little thirsty, right? Yeah. So we have to find something to drink. But okay. when after the uh, after the sparge, then once the boil kicks in, throw in the first batch of uh, East Kent. And then 10 minutes, oh, sorry, I noticed that the, because uh, we just grabbed this recipe from online, um, the Irish moss yeast nutrient is not in here, so there's that at 15, then another yeast Kent oh, okay. at 10. So cool. we'll, we'll have to keep that in mind. I don't know if I can, well, I can modify the... We can the, set a, like, a timer or something, too. Well, I can modify the, the recipe once this timer's finished, oh, Okay. right? Good so that, that'll be fine. 
I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on, um, on, on the recipes that we currently have? Um, are we covering enough ground right now or? Yeah, I think so. Um, we had talked about experimenting with like the low carb one or the, Oh, the gluten free, the gluten free. Yeah. That would be, could be a good one to have. I think we should retry the peach and the cream with the like fresh frozen peaches. Because uh, we used, like, I cut up peaches and added that to it, right? Gotcha. But, but would you rather do, like, the uh, frozen peaches from the, like, in a bag? Yeah. And then, no, no I mean, like, like, like the, you know, you can just buy frozen peaches in a bag already sliced. Yeah. You want to use those, or do you want to get fresh peaches, chop them, freeze them? I was like, saying in just a bag of frozen peaches. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because uh, it is a lot less work. But here, here's my, my problem that I've recently come about with. I would love to have morning brew as a staple in our tap room. Okay. That's a lot of coffee beans. It is. That's a lot of cacao nibs. Yeah. And that's a lot of vanilla beans. It's going to be a lot. That's, it's, that's an expensive beer. It is. That has to be priced appropriately. Yeah. I. So we just need to grow all these things. Grow yeah. orchids? What? Can we grow orchids? Sure. Because that's where the vanilla bean comes from, right? <laughs> where they grow orchids in order no, to get vanilla, vanilla plant. Uh, we're not in the coffee bean belt, right? Sure. So we're not gonna like. Do we have a volcano anywhere nearby? <laughs> we should totally do that. Like this is this is where it comes into like. like Just thinking about the we had a bonfire last night and we thought the cat was out. It's a good thing we don't live near mountains. Because <laughs> then there'd be eagles around, and the eagles would kill the cat. <laughs> Random comment. Oh my god. <laughs> I I love I love your kid I I do he's he he's very like he's um, inquisitive imaginative. very imaginative very inquisitive um, you know like he's got a great heart yeah. but man I don't is know he, where he comes he's, up with he's got some really far leaps sometimes in his logic <laughs> like the the door was left open the cat got out yes okay but like you know hey it might be cold if we can't find the cat that would be a logical step like oh maybe if there's like um, a coyote nearby. That's a little further out because coyotes, coyotes aren't normally in the middle of the city, right? right? Um, you know, so like th- that's a little further. Or maybe a bear. Like, are there bears in Nova Scotia? I don't know. But there's a possibility, right? But like, no, thank God we don't live near mountains because eagles eat cats. And you're like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, that's oh. the highlight of the night. Good kid. Good kid. Um, He's just worried about his cat. Yep, absolutely. You know, the eagles, they take the cats. <laughs> and the bears. And the, yeah, bears smell the menstruation. Oh, we're back to breaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so the, uh, yeah, we, we, we would have to find some kind of coffee bean distributor that would <laughs> treat us nicely. Yeah. Because right, in order to like we we can get those coffee and and um, and chocolate flavors from malted grain, but the golden stout does not use malted grain. Right. So that would change the color. Completely. Yeah, and so it has to be infused. So there's no way that that thing can be like a, a commonality. It it would have and doing like a five barrel batch of that would be a lot. It's a fuck a ton. Of it's a lot. And chocolate. Um, like, and I, well, considering that it's like currently, if we were just buying vanilla bean in, in retail, right? Two for $12. Yeah. It's a $6 bean. Yeah. Right. So like that, that's ridiculous. So like we'd have to exchange that for extract period. 
we'd have we'd have to throw vanilla extract try a small batch with extract yeah and so because like having to go with a bean every time i love the aspect of using fresh stuff right not that the vanilla beans are fresh but they've been they've been dried right Right, yeah um but yeah like it's we'll go we'll go to the poorhouse (laughs) <laughs> like plain and simple. Like, hey, there you go. We'll no, call the place be, the poorhouse. Right? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Be I'm something pre- that will sell. And yeah, but I'm pretty sure that there's a there's already a, a tap room or a brewery called the poorhouse. Right? P O U R. Right. Poor, uh, the poorhouse. Clever. Yeah. Anyhow, we go to the poorhouse. <laughs> the other one. Uh, simply by trying to keep that one on our taps constantly. Yeah, I mean, it's worth a shot. If it's something that sells regularly, then we just brew to match the sales, right? Yeah. Uh, but again, we'd, but it'd, it'd have to be... It, how, and if it doesn't sell, how do, how well does it age in a keg? Well, that's why I've kept one. Uh, I've kept one in a growler. From the original? From the original. Okay. So uh, we didn't fill any growlers this time with it, no. but we do have at least one bottle being put aside. Um, to compare the two? Yes, but and we'll find a, an age difference between those two. Well, and see if there's a different because we changed the coffee ratio. Oh, uh, we did. You're right. That's right. Yeah. So that's not an exact one to one test. It um, smelled very similar. But, it, but. but uh, yeah, like if we can age these things, uh, it'd be kind of cool if we can actually like oak barrel age. Yeah, I I think I think there's something to that, right? But that will also add some flavoring. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely add flavoring for, for barreling in, in existing wine barrels. That's a definite change because now, now you're looking at adding the existing wine flavor plus the oak flavor into the, uh, the beer. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but it's, it's not like a bourbon barrel. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that too. You get a bourbon flavor from the, and and the oak flavor and everything else coming from those. Right. Um, now, like I was gonna say that we have to find an appropriate recipe for for using that type of shit, but um, it, it would be really cool if we could do something along those lines. Um, we still have five minutes. You're really anxious. Oh, all right. Four degrees low. Um, yeah. So, do you have a plan for winter yet? Uh, for for what we're doing? For school? Uh, well, actually, that's a, that's a secondary question. Okay. That's a secondary question. Uh, winter time, like I don't think you really want to do this out in the deck. No. You're I'm already in a now. you're in a yeah you're in a sweater and pants. I, I'm here in a t-shirt and shorts, and you're like obviously I I'm a, I'm also covered in like I wear a sweater vest 100 percent of the year. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got a higher body temperature as well. I don't know why. You just run hot. Yeah, I just constantly warm. Like it, it's unnatural. Like I will work up a sweat putting my shoes on. That's partly because I'm a fat ass. The <laughs> other part is because I, I just have an a- abnormally high body temperature. Huh. So when somebody's like, "Oh, you're running a fever?" No, I'm not. I'm just being me. Right. So um, have you had anyone do the whole like laser temperature test for you walking in any places yet? No, I'd fucking punch them if they did. <laughs> don't shoot me in the face with laser. Fuck off. <laughs> How do I know where that laser's been? <laughs> That's a dirty laser. Yeah. Um, no, and so the wintertime. Like, we're obviously not going to be able to come no. out here. But we started this in your basement. Yeah. 
we can definitely go back to that as long as you have some kind of ventilation. Well, we made plan. some more room in the basement. We traded a friend our treadmill for a rowing machine. Okay. Rowing machine takes up much less space. I'd like to build some shelves near the window over there. Okay. And we could like brew there and just blow steam out the, do out you, the window. Do you want to do some kind of like... Uh, some kind of venting. Yeah, well, a vent through the window itself, but like through like a... a board. A, yeah. 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 Piece of plywood with a hole and seal it up. Uh, plywood, it maybe a piece of insulation to go with it. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Then you're not kind of just freezing the house off. And just some kind of uh, squirrel fan or something to, to pull that steam out of the house because I don't want extra moisture yeah. in the house. And... Okay, so uh, do you think your, your plan in that case is to, to run any piping towards the drain? Because that room doesn't have a floor drain. Oh, that's true. So you'd have to run some PVC to the existing drain in the uh, in the in the laundry area. Yeah, the the utility sink or whatever in the laundry room. Yeah. Uh, or we just use buckets and carry buckets of water over. Uh, well, yeah, like we we can still fill from the other room and place it into that area for when we forget our strike water. Yeah. Then that strike water heats up, put it in the, the sparge container. That sparge container then sits. Um, and then beyond that, um, the only other problem that we have is, um, uh, when we're cooling, how are we going to cool? Right. Yeah, I guess at that point you'd have to get over to the sink and... Well, you'd have to run a garden hose at least in both directions. Yeah, basically. Or build the sta- build a, a stand on wheels and wheel it over to the sink. And circulate. I, I've already made my stance on, on uh, thin, teetering objects with you know, short wheel or short wheelbases. And I'm not a huge fan of, of a small wheelbase when <laughs> like wheeling hot water and shit around. Yeah. Right. Uh, cause you get sprayed with hot water. Enough I get it sprayed is. enough with hot water. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. There's gotta be one incident. Every <laughs> uh, to give everyone a little update, Sean decided to turn the pump on while I was holding fucking hose. <laughs> You're still here. You're alive. Well, it's a good thing that brewery safety is one of the classes. <laughs> one of the classes that we're taking. <laughs> um, so the secondary part of that question, uh, Amanda was asking, are we going to kind of tone it down when it comes to brewing in classes? And I was like, and I was starting to think, like, we might end up having to actually ramp it up. Right? Um, More practice during... Well, so we learn something new. We're like, hey, let's oh, put let's that into... That. Yeah, yeah, let's take that, that... We can make our beer better with what we've learned. Exactly. Yeah. Theory into practice, right? So there might end up being situations where we're end up brewing twice a week just because we learned something really freaking awesome and we need to try it, right? Uh, I don't know if that really turns into two shows, but it definitely, you know... Because it, it might be just something that you're like, hey, I'm giving this a shot this week and I'm going to brew. Right? Yeah. Because you've done that in the, in the past where you're just like, I need to do something. I'm going to brew some beer. Right? Um, same with me. Right? Yeah. Where I was like, hey, I need to fucking do a podcast because fuck it. <laughs> I have all the podcasting equipment. You have all the beer making equipment. That's what it ends up being. Um, well, that's cool. Did, uh, did you save any of your testing with this Roadcaster thing or did you just... Uh, no, no, I there's no point. You were just trying to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Like 
I think we should email Jamie at the school and see what the schedule is really going to look like for like the intensity of this, the courses, right? Like how many hours a day are we expecting? How many hours a week are we expecting to be busy with this? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, well, so that's our mash timer, by the way. Uh, cool. So it, it didn't go off because I turned the volume right down. Uh, but uh, we are going to take a break, and we will come back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Talking is easy, but it does make you thirsty. So buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com slash mashbrewcast. So that's the, where I know. Oh, okay. Then you're going to edit yeah. from there? Yeah, I'm going to edit in from there. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, where are we? We are... We just got out of the mesh. Yeah. Uh, so our sparge went well. And one or two. One. Oh, what's in the box? There you go. Hey, I can make another one of those noises. And... You and your toys. <clears throat> Road guest. Yeah. Uh, hey, when we when we gotta have uh, Scotty on here, we got this one. Bum 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 bum. Oh man. Yeah. What's in the box today, Daryl? Uh, total eclipse. This is actually one of the better. Oh 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 oh. That's like a muffin top. That's fucking crazy. It's dripping out the backside. That's a commercial right there. O- over your, your fingertips. Yeah, okay. I'll um, this one then. Yeah, you keep that one. I'll, I'll just pour mine over here. Um, anyhow, so th- this one here turned out really nicely. I, I love the color. It's different with the, the hoppy flavors along with the dark malt. Yeah. The Now, would you really consider this a double IPA? Did we hit that mark where you would consider it double? Uh, I don't know. Not an expert. Um... I don't know. I know I like it. It is pretty damn good. I like the fact that it's uh, black. Like, it turned out like... It was supposed to. Yeah. So, this is a recipe we're going to keep. Right? I think so. And we can we can play with it, but... I think the grain was good. I'm trying to make mine not spill like yours did. Well, uh, yours didn't uh, really spill. It just... It just like, the, one, the one drip down the side. Like yeah. That. Like, and... Uh, like a bud commercial or something. Yeah, it, it's got a lovely, like a lovely uh, beigey brown head, a nice black color to it. Hoppy it, aroma. A very hoppy aroma. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Clink. So we need a button for the clink. Mm. But we can social distance. <sighs> We're not, because Nova Scotia has one case. One case. We've been lucky. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Very good flavor. I like this recipe. Um, I would like to keep it if you're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. So, uh, boil temperature right now is 174. We're looking for 212. So, it's going to be a little bit. We got some time to kill. Yeah. Um, But we. Well, we were talking about uh, how we could reduce that time slightly. Well, probably a lot. Because we picked up a turkey fryer because <clears throat> we wanted to do some pressure canning as well. And 
and uh, it's just a good tool for it. But if we set up a boil kettle with the propane, we'd get up to boiling temperature real quick and save us a lot of time. Yeah, and I, th- I think the, the the issue that we would have is um, pumping it from one to the other, which is where the gravity feed would come into play. Right, because the, the Robo Brew's got the pump. We could get it into the kettle. You'd still have to modify the pot, though. You'd, you'd have to put a... a um, a, a tap, a, a tap, or a valve yeah. on the side of it. Yeah. So you're still modifying, a, you know, a, a boil kettle in a way. Which there's there's tools for that, right? They had there's a punch that you have that you can just screw and it punches a hole. It slices into the side of the pot. Okay. And then you can just install your two gaskets either side and thread in a like not one of those stepper drill bits. No. Oh, okay. No. So th- this is like you just thread it in and it, yeah. it makes the right hole. Yeah. Nice. Um, that would have to happen if you're doing a, a, a gravity fed because you can pump into it above yeah. and then have it come out into the robo brew when it's, when it's ready. Exactly. Um, so getting it up to, to boil temperature faster. The robo um, brew could maintain boil temperature. It, it can. Um, well, this is why I wanted the 65 liter robo brew because it's got an extra element to it, right? It's got another stage of power I, i'm wondering if if that stage of power is only beneficial for that one like it's not that it's, it's going to be overkill for this one it's just i don't think uh i think you're gonna have the same issue with that one even though you have that extra stage Double size of the batch and yeah, yeah like you're gonna have the same same situation <laughs> where it's gonna take some time to get there the only thing that we, we can do and we are doing it is starting the temperature during the sparge like right. we we try to get the boil up as soon as that happens yeah. And you know, to, in order to not scorch the uh, the you know, the bottom, uh, we do it a few seconds into sparging, right? Yeah. So that we have some kind of volume at the and bottom. And then just of the... we're recirculating into the kettle at that point because the the mash pipe is up and draining. yeah, absolutely. So we're we're <laughs> doing everything we can for this now. Like I do, I do think that uh, adding the propane heated. Uh, boil kettle would help get up to temperature, but I think all of that extra work for uh, uh, how much benefit are we getting there though? Like, well, it'd be very temporary, right? Because when we step it up to a yeah, well, if we go conical, to, yeah, we're 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 going to the conicals for the uh, what was the the, the bru- bruja? That's what we're looking at. They've got a really slick system. Yeah, and so with with their uh, their system. Uh, where where is Bruja's link? I'm pretty sure we we put that somewhere. Yeah, it should be on the Google Docs. Um, main page equipment. Ah, that's right. I had I'm looking at the links page. Yeah, You're right. Bru- Bruja equipment. They're all conical and um, like se- seven seven barrel whatever is right. Yeah. Um. And and you had also mentioned that maybe, maybe we would grab like a one barrel just for small batch test testing new recipes, new recipes exactly. yeah, and then build like multiply that up, um, and they have different sizes for for you know for for their conical stuff. That's all electric anyhow. Uh, we 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 already know that what we're doing right now is temporary. Yes. This is the weekend warrior thing that yeah. we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when we get to that level of things. All of this engineering that we're throwing in now is just to make our weekend easier, basically. Right? But we're not really like I don't see we're really saving any time by adding the propane thing. 
favorite. You just be at boil temperature real quick. And this, I don't know, what is it? Takes about half hour to get forty-five minutes to get up to boil temp. Well, we we were at one seventy-seven of two twelve at this point, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we're we're gaining a little bit of time if if we're boiling it then, but really we're just we're pumping it to that, and then we have to pump it back in, or are we pumping it into that in and back in? Like, is it a like a, a cycle where we're just heating up a small amount? Or are we heating it up, all of it, to boil, putting it back in the yeah. room? So the like, thing to put it all up to boil. But again, the reward for our efforts in that is negligible, really. For right now, because we're not really right. going to use that in production, right? Um, and then, of course, the brew house system is, is designed for uh, for for walls. power output, electrical. Yeah, like it, but it, but it's it's also designed to to, to have everything taken care of. In the one system, yeah. this was supposed to be the the all in one. There are some major changes that I would I would recommend they th- they do. Better insulation, right? For one, right? The uh, they have a jacket, but they have a jacket, but it it should be better insulation. Period. Like that that should be like that's a single walled outer, and that should yeah, be a double walled. For the price point, it's, what more can you expect though? It was the cheapest of, of all of them, yeah. Well, there was the mash and boil, which is a cheaper, even cheaper version. Yeah. But it's doesn't have the pump, doesn't have the recirculation. For what the Bruzella is, this one, it's I think it's right for the price point. I, w- I would still maybe request a, a, a secondary wall. That's yeah. it. Like, the, the outer wall would, would be enough for me to, to say that this is a perfect unit at this price point. Yeah. Um, the heating element, that's fine. It works. The pump works. Um, what? It, there, were, there was so, something else that, that we talked about earlier, but I think it's it's mainly just the, the loss of temperature that it gets. It loses more in temperature than it than uh, than it increases. Yeah, which is why it takes <clears throat> as long as it does. You know, <laughs> like, we couldn't even get to boil at one point. Like we had to have the lid closed. We had to, like, you know, it had to be, you know, insulated and the lid closed in order for us to get to boil temperature when we first got this thing. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that we actually still get to, uh, to, bound to boil without the lid permanently on. Well, originally, before we had the insulation, it was an issue. The first two, I think, we didn't have that extra insulation for. But, you know, it, it does the job. We're yeah. making beer. We're getting practice. Yeah. Uh, which, which, uh... I, I would think that uh, the the extra practice is uh, is nice to have when we're building recipes, yeah. Right, uh, which is back to that one barrel concept of where we do a small batch, exactly. test that out, see yeah. how we like it. Yeah. And the one barrel is that's two kegs worth of beer, so you can set one aside, try one right away, see if there's any change over time, and get some get some opinions from. Even friends, or even if we, if you're doing like a, a competition or something, yeah, like a small batch. To here's our entry into. Yeah, I I don't think um, we should incorporate the Robo Brew in the brewery when we're like for our production. No, regardless of what we're doing, I don't think it's worthwhile attempting to do it uh, if we have another system in place, right? Um, like I said, it could be a a decent sous vide machine. Yeah, for the restaurant. Um, so there were some things that I found over the last few days. 
um, there's a keg management software called Brewdo Kegs. This is and guess how I found it. <laughs> Looking up the name. Looking up the name Brood and Kegs and all that stuff. Brewdo Kegs is a, a keg management software. Um, not sure how much we're gonna need it, but uh, it essentially, just like if we're you know we're we're, we're leasing out kegs or whatever we're we're doing. Oh, okay. And then we can know tracking where they are. Yeah, tracking where they all are. Uh, and then there was uh, drinkbrood.com. Now, Brood uh, is a nitro coffee dispenser. Oh. Nitro. Yeah. So, drinkbrood.com has uh, one and two tap systems, right? They're, they have one other two taps. They're two two tap systems. One is hot cold, the other one's cold cold. Okay. Right, so you have two cold taps, or you have a hot and a cold tap, right? But it will drop the uh, chill the, the liquid coming through this box. Essentially, you know those box from from Bruja where you yes. like you, yeah. in, in have them in the wall. It sets the temperature carbonation. It, yes, yeah. this one uh, chills it to two degrees Celsius, and it infuses it with nitrogen that's been extracted from the air. Really? Yeah. I'm wondering huh. if we can do this with beer. <laughs> it's meant for coffee. But I'm wondering if we could do this for beer. I mean, I was just thinking, you said nitro. This uh, Total Eclipse would be a nice nitrogen beer. We could do it as a nitrogen right? beer, Get yeah. that head that lasts, that smaller bubbles. Well, that, you're, you're talking more of a stout in this case. <laughs> yes, but this would look like a stout Yeah, it's an IPA. Um, but yeah, I was, I was looking at this thing, and I was like, wow. It... Nitro Black IPA. There, there you go. Like, um, this is a Canadian company, apparently. Um, but you can get cold brew and uh, nitro brew from the same tap. It depends on how much you pull on the tap. So if you pull a little bit on the tap, you're getting just the stuff from the uh, from the from the tap, and okay. it just chills it. So they put their coffee in whatever vessel, and then they just pull a little bit, and they're getting a cold coffee. Okay. Right. But if they pull more, yeah. right? So basically, in like a ninety degree on this tap, and that's where it infuses nitrogen into it. Interesting. Right. Um, on route. Pulls from any container. Kegs are only one option. So it can come from kegs. And if we're not adding any, um, and, and, you know, and, and any priming sugar to it, it's not going to create any carbonation. Right. Well, you're not, there's no priming sugar in kegging. Well, that's what I mean. So if we're, yeah. if we're not adding any, any priming sugar, right. it's just going to, it's going to sit in the keg. We would probably have to force something, force the air out of there, right? Yeah. You know, so we don't want any air in the kegs. Right. But so we're, as we're kegging, we have CO2. Sure, or if we, space. or a little bit of nitrogen in there, whatever, right? Yeah. So if we're going to be doing nit- uh, nitro anyhow, we could, we could avoid the CO2 nitrogen combo and just go to nitrogen in tanks, send that through. If we're doing something like this, yeah. If this works with beer. So I need to contact somebody at Drink Brood. Uh, it's what the, the name is is just Brood. Uh, what is it? Um, Brood Refreshments Company Limited, uh, based out of Toronto, I think. Where is a five one four area code? I don't know. It's Dixie and Britannia. It's Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, they they have the three products I'm looking at right now with the one tap nitro, which is the cold one, single tap, 
cold uh, cold tap. Um, they they advertise it as the nitro V2PX. Uh, no kegs, no fridge, no gas uh, gas cylinders, no installations. You put this on the counter. You run wine. You run the fucking hoses to it. Da da. And done. Done. You so get you nitro infused fire top. Now it's meant for coffee. Right. Meant for. Meant for coffee. Meant for. But technically... That's a suggestion, really. Coffee is just a flavored water. <laughs> Beer is just a flavored water. <laughs> it's got a little alcohol in it, but it's a flavored water. They say it's plug-and-play in two minutes, right? Um, like, works with any drink. So any one, drink? Uh, any drink. <laughs> um, so so I, got, I have one of those on the bar top. Yeah. I have a couple of keg en- or uh, beer engines for the cask beer. Sure. Right? And so now you have cold, chilled to two degrees Celsius. You, we're never going to put it that cold, but... Oh, no, I think it automatically chills it to that. I don't know if you can actually you modify it. Two degree beer, that's too cold. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can change it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if you could modify the temperature uh, out, like, then maybe. Uh, but I don't want to heat beer. But why do you want cold... Why do you want coffee at two degrees uh, for for a chilled coffee, what so is it's iced, a cold coffee? Iced, it's an iced coffee, right? Okay. Um, and then nitro nitrogenating it. Yeah, nitro coffee is a huge thing apparently. Oh. I I personally don't see the benefit. It's just adding nitrogen. Head. Yeah, it's adding nitrogen bubbles to your to your coffee. Because um, it looks cool. Yeah. Compact design can be placed over or under the counter. Customizable color design and hat. Uh, and tap handle, sorry. Um, so yeah, they've they've got. I, I I'm fucking. I I saw this and I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it says works with any drink. I want to try it with some fucking beer. Can we try it with some beer? If you can change the temperature, I think t- two degrees is too cold. Well, most beer is best at five. I think it was something like that. And it's different for each type, but yeah, five to eleven. Like most pale ales are 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 five or something along those lines. That it's best at that temperature. Now there are some beer like the bitter that we're uh, we're brewing is best at room temperature. And that's that's kind of the the cascale signature is. uh, Like people that complain about it, they say warm and flat beer, but that's just if it's not done properly. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's naturally carbonated in the cask. There, it, there's so much to it that it has to be done right for it to be good beer. Yeah. That's why, like, you can't have it... I don't know. I wouldn't want to do it for our entire tasting room because you're stuck with that and it's so easy to screw up. But I think having a one or two would be kind of cool. Well, uh, if we have one... neck tap and... Well, if we, if we have one that is deliberately uh, designed for that... Yeah. And that stays in our staples, then yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, it could be. Um, I would imagine it, it would. It would have to be in either um, for that. Either this bitter, depending on how it turns out, right? Well, the wort tastes really good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like it was very sweet. Like we we came out at like well over the the estimated gravity. Um, but there's point like, zero five four. I think we ended up with, and it was the target was point zero four six four one four one. Yeah. Oh, um, but like either either an English bitter or uh, an Irish stout or porter, maybe right? Something that's supposed to be heavy. Yeah. Right. It would. I don't. I don't see it as as a, a delivery system for something light like a lager. I. 
I would imagine it would have to be something a little heavier, something a little bit more more bodied, like full body know, flavor. A lot of the videos I've seen it, it is like you can do it with any beer. Yeah, you've got the sparkler on the end, of the gooseneck, and two long slow pulls, and that's a pint. And it's not it's not as heavily carbonated as people are used to with kegs. Well, that's what Andy was saying. Uh, and Andy is my my limey friend out in uh, in Guelph area. Okay. Uh, that when, because we sent the four bottles uh, of, uh, at that time called Cafefe and not Morning Brew. Yeah. But I sent four bottles out that way for mom, dad, Andy, and Angie. Um, and, and, uh. Was it two carbonated? Angie, no, Annie, sorry. Okay. Uh, Andy and Annie, that's like Raggedy Ann, Raggedy (laughs) Annie. Um, uh, so anyhow, um, we sent the four bottles out to him and he, his, like, response to that was that, um, it is as carbonated as North American beers are, and like if, if he were to but a traditional to, a traditional British ale, British ale is not, not that yeah it is a lot flatter, yeah. um, and, and so for some reason we love our bubbly, right? Could we grew up on pop? That is probably true. That, that, right. That's where the I would imagine that's probably where it comes from. Is yeah. that that our our need for for bubbles and carbonization it. it I don't know. It, it's not like it adds anything. Well, other than mouthfeel. Mouthfeel, yeah. Um, but Makes like, it it's, seem colder. Um, yeah. yeah. Does it really, though? Does it seem colder with CO2? I could just be imagining it. Hmm. Like, I, I don't think it's a, a preservative. It's a byproduct of, of the of the yeast, right? Yeah. So, um, th- there there is mainly that. So, in, but when we get into kegging and, and carbonating systems, you can set the amount of carbonation in it. There's different beers have different levels of carbonation that yeah. carbonization. Well, we can also do that one right now with our with our uh, corn sugar, right? So when we go to prime, we just prime with less, and it'll end up with oh, less okay. like yeah. less bubbles, right? The yeast will shut fewer down. bubbles. Holy fuck, <laughs> fewer <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> um, yeah, so less corn sugar equals fewer bubbles. Yeah, right. just less food for the yeast yeah. to work on, and they, they shut down earlier. Absolutely. Um, so Maybe shorter time for uh, finishing, too. Uh, but, I mean, we're leaving everything in, in the bottles right now longer than necessary, because we can't drink the amount of beer we're making. <laughs> well, you just sent me home with, with a, 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 what, one and a half fucking milk crates? with Yeah, the, like 24. Uh, so I'm going to have to send a whole bunch of those out. Uh, of the morning brew. Yeah, this will be batch number two that we're gonna, and I'm gonna send like maybe twelve or more out to mom. That's it's gonna be expensive. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be expensive, but I'm gonna send her more because she asked. It'd be a lot cheaper for us if they just lived here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, uh, we can complain as much as we want. It'll eventually happen. Um, you know, the, um, the aspect of, of mom being, uh, being more, more involved just has me doing more shipping back and forth. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And just for, just think we have to go to Ontario for a, uh, a week yes. when it comes to this. So just think of how much beer we can bring to Ontario with us. Uh, yeah, true. We can bring a couple of cases, but we have to drive. Yes, like we. I don't think we can fly with a couple of cases no. of fucking beer. No, we can right. bring our whole stock, whatever we have. Oh, hells yeah! Like we just, just leave it there. 
Uh, or bring back all the empties. <laughs> <laughs> One week, finish it all. Let's go. <laughs> Party week. <laughs> Frosh week. Uh, get me a straw. Yeah. What's Barney's line? Is hook it to my vein. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Well, your we, dad made a good point too for that because we have to go to Ontario. Do we need to go two weeks early and quarantine before this course, and then again on the way back? Uh, I don't know. Uh, if if we go two weeks early, early, early. If we go early, that's gonna uh, be like Christmas time. Yeah, because I think it's end of no, no middle January. End, middle January. Middle middle January. So like New Year's. So for for New Year's, and we're heading down there, and we're 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 gonna quarantine ourselves in in whatever apartment. Because like, where are we going? <laughs> we can't. We, we have st- to be in a hotel. Are we staying at your parents' place? Uh, well, then they're not quarantined. Yeah, well, we're not quarantined. Well, right now, if you if your child is is found to to have COVID, you can lock him in a room. Legally, you're allowed to lock him <laughs> in a room. <laughs> no, um, no, it's it's a you 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 don't have to like the family doesn't have to quarantine. They just have to quarantine, and you can so deliver. I know you can deliver food to them. Basically, you know what I did with that storage room where I wrapped like you know they had the plastic everywhere. Yeah. yeah, just do that to their bedroom. Right, create the bubble boy, right, and you know the moops and pop the bubble. Right? We'll just create like a, a a slot in the door to pass stuff through. <laughs> I feed them with a stick. <laughs> That's what you do. You just slingshot food at them from across the yard. <laughs> right, just like you stay the fuck over there and just whoosh. You Put your like, safety glasses on. It's time yeah, to feed you. Yeah, here it comes motherfucker. Um, you can't say that. That would hurt their feelings. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I don't want to hurt child's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta get those feels out. Yeah, yeah. Grow up. Don't feel stuff. No, I say I'm I'm okay with people feeling things. Obviously, I'm I just sarcastic. don't. I just want to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, last night the my my youngest he fucking well, ran inside because he had to pee. Right, I get it. Urgency. I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. Right. So he runs inside the house and leaves the fucking door open. Right. Now we're like, oh shit, cat's out again for sure. So. Now, I didn't know it was him in the bathroom to begin with. I'm like, who's in the fucking bathroom? He's like, it's me. You have to go pee. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Right? What the fuck are you doing? You left the fucking door open again. Now, I obviously didn't swear at him. He's only eight. What am I going to do? But it's like... Kids don't make the best choices. No, no. Adults don't either. So... What are you going to (laughs) do? Um... But yeah, the, uh... Nobody's perfect. Yeah, the the whole quarantine thing, the, the quarantining thing, it, it uh, definitely will make something a we need to look into. Yeah, well, um, I messaged Jamie uh, in regards to some stuff and some things from the college. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did get a response from him, but I don't think he actually understood what I was asking because what he sent me was do- documents that I already had. Oh. And it's like, thanks. As far as, like, timing or what were you asking? Yeah, I asked him, um, well, he gave me a little bit of info, right? So I was asking for a breakdown of uh, what's involved in, so can you give me a breakdown of the course hours, wh- when to expect in class, and what is expected for the brewery tech classwork, right? Now, I could have broken down that second part of that question a little better because he's like, 
course uh, course runs in uh, in instructor led portions from this time these days the remaining times are up to you and he's attached the uh, you know the, the information for the course outline yeah. but I already have the course outline right that's what I got when I first looked <coughs> yeah, at this fucking yeah. thing so um, they really didn't give me an idea of what we're actually doing right so like if if this is what you're gonna learn but it's not explaining anything about the amount of time required to um, invest in this or what that's a little bit where I was coming from. Like I can I can I can come up with that answer on my own if you tell me what I'm supposed to be doing right am I supposed to be coming up with a recipe am I supposed to be coming up with this am I supposed to be doing this you know um, are there uh, like you and I are going through the same course so it are is there a way that you and I can do assignments together right since we're both doing something well I'm assuming because it's a majority of this is online there's not going to be much team. No, there's not going to be a lot of uh, project work in yeah. pairs, right? But when it comes down to, like, let's say, like, oh, you know, uh, let's assume that, that there's an entrepreneurship segment of this course, and you're like, pretend to build the 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 required paperwork and documents for a for for your own brewery, right? Well, you and I could actually be doing the right paperwork, right? Filling out yes. the the yeah. the appropriate stuff for a business plan, the way filling we it. Are. Yeah, because that's what we're trying to do. Um, you know, some people going through this program are pretty much just trying to get a job in a brewery, or they have one and they just try and expand on their their knowledge base to move up. Yeah, right. I I was honestly thinking because like a lot of the the documents so far have been targeted towards high school, like just like okay. you know like what you know when are you graduating high school? And you're like, <laughs> well, that was like twenty years ago, so <laughs> you know. Like, like uh, even then, like, can you send us a copy of your transcript? My, my transcript? Yeah, yeah, your high school transcript. Like, no. Will my college diploma work? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I sent them my like high school, college, and then all my apprenticeship stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think I've, I've got well enough past now at this point. Um, so we, we, we have to kind of go back to Jamie to ask him about the quarantining thing. I right? like, hey, if we're gonna have to be there, and this fucking shit happens. Like, you know, uh, well, on the way there, there's no need to be exposing, like, I guess we might stop at a hotel or something for the drive, make it two days. Well, there's two of us, so we could do the drive in a day. I guess. Right? You just fucking sleep and I'll drive, and then I just fucking sleep and you drive. Yeah. Right? It's not like we're we're really required to to, to, to make an entire adventure out of this it's just try to get from one location to the next one as soon as possible so that we can avoid stopping in quebec because fuck quebec and that place is a shithole i like quebec no no i mean like it's <laughs> fucking the shithole like it's covid fucked it up royally yeah. like it, there there is like a thousand cases between here and ontario right really? that's, that's all quebec, that's all quebec. <laughs> like yeah. it's so we we, we have one and we're surrounded by two other ones that have zero, and then it's I think just a we have, thousand of them. I think them. there's one that traveled in. There's like a there's a second. There's the a second right now. Somebody came from somewhere else ah. in, into our bubble, and I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we have very minimal. Quebec yeah. is a massive wall of it, and then Ontario is another fucking massive wall. So yes, I understand. Like not going to to class. They I, I don't even know if they're gonna cancel class. Like it. Like the in-person thing. Yeah. But if we're going to have to go there. Well, it's lab work, right? 
Uh, I don't know what exactly what's involved, but I mean, it's going to be yeast management and. I I'm hoping that they get us to to do a brew. I know it's just well, yeah. a week. I know it's just a week, but if they get us to do a brew and then we're like, all right, here's we're making beer on site and yeah. we're doing it in like real fucking production level like yeah. quality. That would be cool. Make a that, full batch. Yeah. Uh, and then they just sell it. Fine, whatever. I'm, sure. I'm okay with that. I I don't want take that. it off my tuition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe you could take that and and sell that beer to cover those uh, those stupid fees that you've added, like yeah. the equipment fee. Fuck off! What equipment? Am I going home with equipment? <laughs> like, because if I mean, maybe there's like a a lab. Co- oh, we get a lab coat. That'd be cool. Oh, we should do all of our brewing in lab coats. <laughs> We're just gonna get sprayed with wart. And it's gonna be like <laughs> just be like blobby, blobby splotches everywhere. Yeah. yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> that'll that'll be fun. So I I am excited about this class. I like I I'm I'm, I'm I think that's getting better. Our total eclipse. It better as it goes on. I think on? so. Same with the peach. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that the peach is getting better and better every time I have one. Um, but we are biased. Fuck you. You're biased. Your mom's biased. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, CFO. <clears throat> no, I mean, it, it's a thing, right? Some beers are better aged. I think this is one of them. Um, how long can something age for before it gets bad? Because I'm worrying about that Hefeweizen. <laughs> oh, in the keg. <laughs> it's sitting there. <laughs> like, it's in a cool room. It's not in direct sunlight or anything else. Not that the keg would be affected by direct sunlight, but it, like... So let's throw a party. <laughs> <laughs> we need some kind we of... We need to drink this five gallons tonight. We need, we need to find a way to get rid of some beer. So, tell you what. Hop on Twitter. Find us at Mash Brewcast. <laughs> all right. Tell us what to do with this, this uh, keg of beer. Um, the it, flavor was nice, though. Uh, it, it was okay. It was really flat. Yeah. Uh, and which is according to, you know, our, our British f- friends, they're, uh, that's a, th- a good thing. This was just too flat to enjoy. Yeah, half of it is not a British. No, it's not. It's, ge- it's German. German quit. It's German. Wheat, wheat. Uh, <laughs> good old Google. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, t- tell us what to do with this, this beer. Uh, by all means, actually tell us more shit too. If, if you're listening in and you want to find us on Twitter, uh, even Facebook, just tell us off. That's a good start. You know what? If that that should be everyone's first tw- you know, tweet to us, they they can just tweet us Troll. and say go fuck yourselves, right? And I'd be happy with that. I would. <laughs> that's 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 a greeting some mornings at work. Is just go fuck yourself. Yeah, you too. Fuck your right. hat. <laughs> Oh, so, um, yeah. So, so I just I, I'm I'm looking some for for some feedback from our from our listeners. By all means, reach out to us. Like uh, it's 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 not a not a uh, a bad thing to tell us off because obviously we're 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 okay with that. Uh, and if you like what you hear, yeah, tell two friends. Tell, and they can tell two friends. And then you sign them and up, so and and you just do some kind of multi level marketing, and then I get all the money because I'm at the top of the pyramid. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yay! This is the pyramid scheme of podcasts. <sighs> Sounds like a good way to to end, eh? <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Uh, uh, but yeah, we are almost at the two hour mark. We got what five minutes, and we haven't even started the boil. <laughs> Right. Two or six, six degrees to go. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so so we we can uh, we we can hit up one more topic if you want, or we can uh, close uh, it off for the show. Uh, shut it down. We'll save it for next week. Sounds good. Okay. Well, um, we'll, we'll get some cleaning up, and then we'll get some uh, some brewing done. And uh, I don't know if we have to bottle anything today. That's bottling nope, was next done because we, we missed a week, right? We uh, didn't get grain that one week, so there's nothing to bottle today. Gotcha. Okay. So, and then we recently bottled the morning brew, and the next thing to bottle is. Uh, Oh, that'll be fun. That's in secondary with the dry hops right now. Uh, okay, well, um, so I, I was thinking the wildberry flavors would be nice. Uh, okay. But, uh, again, we can bring it to the listeners as well. Tell us what you think. We did it once before with a couple of limes. We could do any flavor. To, uh, try to avoid the sour ones because I don't think that's going to work in our favor. We did the lime. I know, but I mean like the sour skills. Oh, the sour, okay. Yeah, because they've got an additional uh, citric acid exterior coating, right? right? I see. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not sure how that would work with yeast. C- citric acid so, and yeast, I, I'm not sure if they would survive. I don't know. Yeah, but either way, um, you know, get, give us some, some pointers on, on what we should bottle with. Maybe, that's... you know, uh, that's not boiling yet. As soon as that, that's in the boil, then we can add our hops. All right. So, yeah, that's it for today. Okay. Well, Thanks for coming out. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure. And uh, we will uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, that was good. <laughs>